What do you make of uh, this past weekend's NEC, ANC-NEC's uh, meeting? Are you getting a sense of uh, perhaps they paralyzed the NEC because of the perceived factions there? Or you, you got a sense of the ANC that was robust and uh, frank uh, around the issues, especially the issues of uh, the Guptas, whether they're capturing the state, as it's reported, or capturing the ANC itself? Well, I do think that at least they did address that particular matter quite directly. Uh, and they also created a space for more information, asking for people to come forward to make submissions. Uh, It was not our expectation that they would suddenly confront the president, but it would be interesting to see if they receive information that directly linked to the president, uh, what then would they do? And it also is a reflection of a balance of forces there because you do have a situation where they are very direct in condemning the Guptas and the manner the Guptas have reacted. They are also reprimanding the president of the Youth League, the president of the Women's League. So you can't quite say it was a one-sided approach. It does indicate some degree of robustness, but some serious limitations in dealing with this particular matter. And the questions will be, if it says submissions are made in the office of the Secretary General, uh, how credible are internal processes if the game of numbers sometimes Mm. is used over the principle? The the, the reason why I started by uh, state of paralysis, so to speak, because that comes uh, at the back of uh, the president of uh, the Women's League, Batabile Lamini, saying that, uh, you know, uh, quite a large number of uh, people have skeletons in in their closets. So if that way it were to come out, all hell will break loose. So are we getting a sense of people then, you know, being afraid to raise their hands and, and said, you know, I also have issues? because they have skeletons in in their closets. To some degree, you may have that particular situation, uh, but at the same time, it is the most unfortunate statement that has ever been issued by an ANC leader, because what it does now, it confirms to others the notion that ANC cannot decisively tackle any matter of corruption precisely because of the considerable number of people with skeletons, it degenerates into moral relativisms to say, Mm. don't say anything because I'll say something back. That is almost carried in the statement of the Guptas when they say, Jonas, instead of revealing this, should be concerned about his own issues. It's a veiled threat to say, now we have the balance of revelations which is used as a reason to keep people quiet but i do believe that the general membership of the anc outside the leadership will put enough pressure the civil society to the leaders to say let's confront this obvious challenge and the rot uh, directly no matter who is implicated but it is also a fact that MKVA, for example, has shares in the Mabengela, which is one of the business networks linked to the Guptas, mm. and they do make a contribution to some of the people within the Youth League, the Women's League, and so forth. And to that extent, and members of the Premier League, some of their family members are involved in this network. 
ANC ought to say in its meetings, those who have interest in this business network should declare their interest so that at least when they debate these issues, they know who is discussing as a shareholder, who is discussing as a beneficiary. And uh, I'll come back to the Batabile and NC uh, Youth League uh, President issue because uh, Gwede Mantashe said they were ill-disciplined. So usually if somebody is ill-disciplined, then you have to discipline them. It would be interesting to see if they'll be disciplined uh, anytime soon. But let's move on to the veterans, for instance, writing to the ANC and saying, deal with these issues. But also you find very important uh, uh, foundations, the Oliver and Adelaide Tambo Foundation, for instance, the Nelson Mandela Foundation, the Ahmed Kathrada Foundation, also jointly writing to the ANC ahead of uh, this NEC and saying we have uh, a lot of problems with where the party is and uh, where the country is going. But uh, that they were dismissed because, uh, you know, the the issues were in the newspapers. What do you read into that? Well, I do think that it is a missed opportunity in a sense because in South Africa everything now gets disclosed. Whether ANC had secret meetings, it could be a seepage or a leakage from within the ANC or from the organization submitting. That's the nature of things. But ANC, I think, ought to exercise lot more discretion and engage these very important organs and listen to them irrespective of the fact that some of these letters may have made their way to the media. Rather focus on the content because these are very weighty organs of the organization and they ought to be taken seriously whilst the issue of leaking into the media should be raised. But you can't take away the content and the substance of what they are raising. And it also presents a very interesting dynamic, in a way, uh, with the military veterans who wrote to the ANC. It simply says there are people more senior than some of those who may be in the MKVA who were in the military, uh, you know, uh, arm of the ANC, who are equally concerned. So it fragments that. And so with the foundations of O.R. Tambo, Mandela, and Katrada, these are organizations representing the stalwarts. Therefore, they have a moral authority that they should be listened to.